Okay. This is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Average Fells Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, this episode's getting posted late today. Uh, uh, you know, an opportunity came up that I couldn't pass. I was able to get on a call uh, uh, with a friend of mine who's in the industry uh, as a as an analytics uh, data scientist, and so uh, I was able to toss some ideas around with him about um, web traffic and social media, and so we were able to sort of uh, get into deep, sort of get deep into the <laughs> uh, the swamp, if you will, when it comes to this sort of topic. Uh, some of the terms that we use, some of the vocabulary that we use may sound uh, cheeseball, may sound kind of weird, um, may sound very marketing sleazeball, but that's only because uh, we're exploring this industry of uh, internet traffic, um, web marketing, social influence, uh, these sorts of things is just sort of like on you know, on the same plate. Like I got, I'm, I'm interested in it. He's interested in it. And I've another friend of mine who's really interested in it. And so hopefully I can get us together on a call where we can just chat and really dive deep into the woods about this sort of stuff. So I really hope you guys uh, learn something from this conversation. I thought that it would provide a lot of value to you guys. Like I was just wanting to spitball with him and really bounce ideas off of him and him do the same thing with me. And then we're just sort of hearing it being inspired in our conversation, take that back to whatever we're working on um, and then trying to implement some sort of change or, you know, try to use that to help focus our thought process and implementing those things, whatever it may be, you know. So um, once again, these are tools that, you know, I wanted to just put out there on the Internet and they're helpful for me. So I hope they're helpful for you. So anyways, without any further ado, guys, uh, this is my friend Mark. Uh, He's a data scientist and i really appreciate you guys uh tuning in and listening to the conversation all right laters okay so real quick uh so conversation today we're gonna have we're gonna talking about i guess uh web traffic really and um uh, a theory that or just a thought in my mind really about an internet city and kind of i guess elaborate more on how web traffic works and comparing uh real estate i guess to internet traffic so that's sort of like my my thoughts on that. And today I have uh, a guest on on the show. What's up, my guy? Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself, but you all know me, Zodi Zach, Average Sales Podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, my name is Mark, and you know I'm I'm uh, in data analytics. Um, recently, getting into some stuff like social media trends and how we can leverage kind of what's going on currently in the world to, you know, boost our web traffic, right? Um, if you want to find me, just ask Zodi Zach, because that would be your best option. All right. Awesome. So, okay. So basically, uh, I, sort of, so I'm going to sort of lay out a thought about the, the internet city. So the way I imagined the internet working was there were some huge, like, hubs of traffic, pools of influence, people that um, are in one place, sort of like a big city. So like in reality, 
New York or um, LA has like 10 million people in LA County and Colorado has like 5 million people for like the state or something. You know, I don't know some crazy number like that. Right. So there's disproportionate amounts of traffic by the laws of nature. Cause there's just a way more people in this pool, you know, there's more density, traffic density. So when I started thinking about internet traffic and how do I start to get people to look at what I want them to look at, I have to go to the marketplace of where all these users are at. Okay. And I consider it a marketplace. Like I have to go into the city to go do commerce. I have to go in there and I got to go get their attention there. Cause they're all there. And I imagine billboards. So like, and this is the, the, we can get into funnels today. We can build this whole entire thing out. We can talk about how content works. That's my kind of like my, I just love to get into that kind of weird stuff. So going back to the density, right? So my main, my first theory about web traffic and what I thought was there's nobody looking at my website, but everybody's on Instagram and everybody's on Facebook and everybody's on Twitter. And the easiest thing for me, the easiest way for me to get into the game was to build uh, influence on social media platforms. And hopefully I can translate content there to drive to web traffic, uh, drive those users to my website or to my, my, um, another, whatever me, another web channel could be YouTube, whatever you want your podcast. So that's in theory was how, what I was trying to do. So I was trying to take people from the big city where all the traffic's at. And I was trying to get them out to the suburb where my little website was and see if there was anything interesting there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I remember going over this previously and, um, talking about taking the right path to get to you and how the different social media or just internet outlets, you know, the internet avenues will bring you to your main hub, right? Like that would be averagefellaspodcast.com. That's where, you know, you, that's where your house is. It's where you live. You want people to get there. And something I've noticed recently is if social media, social media platforms, I thought were kind of like their own corporate building, you know, in the city. But the way I'm sort of thinking of it now is it's kind of more like, the path or the traje trajectory that you need to go to get to your website. Um, so one of the things I've been experimenting with has been just looking at what's currently trending, right? So I've got like a equivalent of like a Python script set up to call the Twitter API and every day populate this table that'll show me, you know, this is what's going on in the world in each region. This is Portland, this will be Seattle, this is US overall. These things are being talked about. And I'm trying to see if you can take some of the top trending, um, literally just hashtags and kind of overlay them with your own keywords and what you're about. So then you could post the right thing at the right time. And I just started doing this, but I'm thinking that you could use these avenues to actually, you know, capitalize on, on the content being talked about and then the content you're trying to present to people. Um, a hundred percent, man, a hundred percent. I totally, um, so in, I guess in practice, what, I, what I've experienced kind of like what you're talking about here is like, I sort of try to, I implement a similar strategy, but it's not as dialed in as what you're talking about. Right. So I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a small fish in the, in the ocean right now. So I'm, I'm barely getting into trying to, or even me as an individual to, to get clean data, to set up a controlled environment, to create those those nodes of connection, like you said, with the hashtag, right? So if I have a hashtag, my keywords, which might be podcast, coffee, 
web solutions, right? And then I would hash, I would cross those with other hashtags like content marketing, coffee, um, you know, something that might bridge me a little bit further through the internet, if that makes any sense. No, that, that does. And that's really interesting because that was the next step I took. Um, I took the top trending and then I was like, okay, uh, you know, I have a list of say the top 50 trending like words right now on Twitter by location. What do I do with that? Um, you can get related words, right? So words posted with like, somebody's talking about Putin, somebody puts down China and it's like both those hashtags. So you can actually iterate through and you can get like a thousand words that have been posted with the top words. So it'd be like coffee and tea would be an example. Um, but I'm sort of breaking into, you know, if you created like a list of th these are all the things we talk about, like this is the stuff that I'm into. This is the stuff people come here for, like the meat and potatoes. You could basically cross-reference every variation and like word that you have of your top themes and compare them to like, you know, thousands and thousands of words that are just up there, right? Up there in Twitter trending um, because they relate to, you know, the top 50 currently. Yeah. Um, so that's, and that's new for me too. I, I know last time we talked, I didn't really dive into this. I'm, I'm really scrubby. So like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm, you know, I, I think I know what I'm doing, but I, that's why it would be, it would be really interesting to talk to somebody who has the, um, the terminology that I don't have. <laughs> right. No, I totally get you. I totally get you. Cause th there's, um, so I was, I was, I was talking to my, so once again, talked about my boy, Daniel here, who kind of sent me down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, so he just sort of, he, he gave me some little insights about building, um, content funnels and he would say words like, um, he would say things like the ROI in something, right? And this is the things that I don't, I mean, it sounds super cheesy, but we see it on YouTube and we see all these like crazy little influencer dudes talking about it. And you're like, oh my God, but there is something about it, right? And so there's some, some of these language terminologies sound kind of sleazy, but somehow they fit into this chain of like traffic somehow. And um, I think that's kind of like what you, so the hashtag is the hash, like a hashtag and using social media platforms and, like using certain functions to try to um, break through the noise, I guess maybe might be a phrase that you heard. Um, so we're all trying to find these little patterns. We're all trying to find these little strategies and it's sort of, I guess created a, like a, a um, it really created a competitive space for people like us or like you, someone who is, you know, a, a analytics guy, uh, a place for you to actually uh, engage in something competitively and finding that next solution, right? I feel that's what it's like. I feel like it's a gold rush. I don't know if that's how you are feeling this right now, but like the yeah. understanding uh, how these little pieces to the puzzle work to get your traffic or to get you to the next place in the platform is like a gold rush. I don't know. It feels like that to me. No, it absolutely is. We talked about this a little bit before too, how um, it's a gold rush that started a while ago, right? And it's more like, the way I imagine it is the more time you invested from the beginning, no matter what your content was, it's just, it's just over time, you know, you will capitalize on it. Right. So if, if you were doing the same thing you're doing with the same consistency, and this is just my opinion for like, you know, two to five years, you'll notice a huge difference, especially if the platforms are newer. That's how so many Twitch streamers are, you know, Kings and Queens of the world now. Um, they just, they started at the right time in podcast. And we talked about podcasts, is just a, a platform that is so new that the gold rush is there. And so I'm really curious if 
the finagling and the like the, the trend following of social media can can boost viewership and interest for you know listeners right for podcasts um and i liked what you said about breaking through the noise because i keep going back to that that one analogy and um taking the right path to get to your content and your in the podcast right yeah um and i'm just curious if you know i'm trying i guess i'm trying to see if for example, if you're posting about one particular topic, if you bring on a guest, you had a guest from um, like Alaska, right? And I'm thinking of like, if you had a post on Twitter, right? And then you have your post on Instagram and, and then Facebook, like, you know, check out the podcast. Are they the same post or are they different? And have you noticed any difference? Like if they're identical versus if they're just thematically similar like one's just about alaska in general and then oh check out the podcast or or do you like seriously use the same exact text phrases so that you know you can see i don't know if the exact same phrasing on a you know applies to the google search that are going to bring people to you to you down your path um a hundred percent man like i i do i run the gambit on it because i experiment i've experimented so i've been trying to learn how to use content to drive traffic trying to learn how to promote my own market my own show and my own web channels online right so by it's been a series of um if at first you don't succeed try again and you know don't do the same thing over and over again if you're you're gonna get the same results so some things i do do over and over again but I look, I look for the successes, right? So the one thing about Instagram and Facebook is that they have a small little backend analytics thing for you to look at and track your, track your, track your, your posts, right? Um, so it does give you some information, uh, not nearly as much as like somebody like you would want. You definitely could take that information and split it a hundred different ways and, and learn even more stuff about it. So because you are an analytics scientist kind of guy, so if that's you, that's your cup of tea, I'm an average fellow. So I try to take what I have and I, and I look for the, I look for the highlights in it. And I, for different platforms, I would start to notice a trend on what was successful. So, okay. and after a while I start to like, look for, I, tr I start, I started to design content or only post content that fit in those designated, uh, trending sort of successful formats of content. Yeah. And that, that's kind of my, it's kind of what I'm trying to pick your brain about is, have you noticed is it more important to focus on like identical content like identical posts right or or theming because i'm stuck between like okay i posted this thing on twitter should i use the exact same thing down to the hashtags if i post about it on instagram um or is it more important to like have a, just a general theme that connects to like you know the next guest on the podcast uh, um what's your gut tell you because my gut says don't do don't 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 play it all the same don't do everything identical okay. because they're all different monsters they're all different little audiences all different monsters in their own little way so like for me a mature audience is on facebook and so i know that content with my wife and i goes well on mm -hmm. facebook according to the numbers that i have to the pool like my followers right i know that if i place a video of me my my dog we're going to get way more likes than just me because it's family orientated. There's a fur baby there. You know what I'm saying? Like there's way more. And on Facebook, there's a mature audience that res that resonates with right on TikTok, It doesn't, maybe it does resonate on TikTok. I'm not messing with TikTok yet because I know once I get in it, I'm going to dive hard into it. 
I know that if I got on it, I would be a monster on it. Okay, that's all I know. <laughs> I don't want to. I know that it'll just suck my life out of me. Right. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to hold it off. I've been trying to hold it off, and I and I'm not yet successful at any very any social media platform yet, but. I'm starting to see the patterns. I'm starting to connect the dots. And so I feel like, like I've been able to see results in like my content as far as like how many hashtags pick it up. Like I posted mm -hmm. uh, some doing these new, like new video formats for certain, certain channels. And I'm testing out like what it looks like on, on the platform. If I, if I play it in this, this uh, wide angle, if I show it to them, what does it look like? What is it? What does it feel like? How does it respond? Or if I did it long ways, I'll even like, so just even, even changing the shape of your angle, right? But testing, testing it where the content may be, uh, it, it might be the same clip, but just changed the shape. And then I would put like everything the same in it to see how those would react. And I determined that on, on Instagram, a square is the best best format for my content for the podcast um after a while i started just like i executed only a square grid pattern so that when mm -hmm. people went to my profile they would see it was just a square grid pattern it looked like somebody have invested a lot of time in curating that that content which i did but um that doesn't really help the thing that all it overall but i think more for what you're saying overall those like just try to match, look, determine the, like there's a little bit younger audience on Instagram, a more artistic audience on Instagram. Then there's even, even younger audience on, on TikTok and a less mature audience on TikTok. So you might not try, you don't want to try and sell like car insurance on TikTok. Yeah, no, I think, I think you just went like, um, like the microscope, the microscope view, like you were just, um, zooming in on basically the, the retention of your viewership. Um, you started there and then you went back out to talking about like the different demographics, different people like on Facebook versus Twitter and who's interested in you there. And that's kind of the way I've been thinking about it too, is like, okay, so you have, uh, you have a group of people on Facebook that you can characterize, right? You know, the types of things that they like, you just, yeah. you just know that. Right. But it's like, once you know that, then you're going into the details of, okay, well, what kind of image like Instagram would be a better example what kind of image just gets more average views like consistently okay i see this okay i see and i think like the impressions that you're getting if you can prove that in the fine details that posting this type of this style of picture versus this kind even down to like the the um what do you call them? like the instagram filters mm. you know if you can prove that then you have like you're making it science you're doing science like you're getting it down to a method of i know my target demographic um, so I kind of just know what to say creatively. And then you drill down into each of those groups and say like, okay, well for this group, like on Facebook, you know, this type of post has been successful more times than not. And I'm always going to do this. It's like fine tuning to get perfection exactly. so that you can just follow the method. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Totally. Everything's testing, looking at what's happening and then trying to tune accordingly to try and become to rise or to overcome whatever that hump is and a lot of time it's authenticity so like right now like me just being on here us chatting about this and if i get this on the podcast and i dump it on on the podcast this is so authentic because i'm literally telling them my i'm telling them how i make the sausage you know what i'm saying like i'm really we're taught we're talking about how we're making the sausage and those there's going to be people who will buy into how we're making the sausage and there's people who are like, we're crazy. Right. So, I mean, and I think the proof is in the pudding. So if we continue to execute like our strategy, our thoughts and like try to fine tune what we're looking at, 
Um, I mean, it's the scientific method can be exploited at any level of mm -hmm. profession, right? And I think it's time that the average fellow learn how to use scientific method. And so if you look at, you look at Instagram is a perfect example of how we can execute the scientific method. Let's, you know, track and repeat the thing. And then after that, we will change it to manipulate it, right? We'll look at the manipulation. And so right. that's all, that's all I'm looking at right now. And I'm testing, I try and test that on four different Instagram accounts. They're all me and they're all me trying something on it, but there, I will dedicate I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I might take the web solutions account and I will dedicate it to doing maybe black posts. And what this is, I'm going to, I'll explain this to you right now. So that way maybe you can give me some feedback on how we should maybe uh, control, control this experiment. So we should do white and black posts, just, just white and black. Those two, just a black uh -huh. square and a, and a white square. And then we should do, we should put the same hashtags on both of them. And we should just post those and see what happens, right? And then the only thing we're going to do is change the hashtags, and then we'll look at the we'll look at the overall performance of white, black, square, and hashtags, you know. And yeah. we and we can just track those or whatever. And that that might be an experiment. Uh, I mean, those might they we might not measure them against each other, but we might measure the hashtags. We'll look at the hashtags that we use in every post, and the the right. content will be consistent because it's just a black square, it's just a white square. Then, yeah, but the, also there's other influences too. Like what happens when somebody looks at your post and they go to your page and they see that I have way more content there. That's just not white and black square. That might even, that might even, you know, fudge up the data, fudge up the, the what we're looking for too. You know what I'm saying? There's no control because if they go one step deeper to my page or they see web solutions and more that mm -hmm. might already put them in a frame of mind of like, you know, it could I don't know. I, th I believe that those play those factor in cause it's not controlled, right? It's not a controlled. Yeah. Event. Um, but it is though, like that's, I, that's like exactly, I mean, that, that's exactly what, um, I think the, I think again, it, that's a detail. And I think the important thing to remember is as long as you start on like with the big umbrella, like as long as like, if that's the AB test you're going to do comparing like the, the white to black square, then I would, I would take a step back and be like, okay, like if, if this is all about getting them to my main page, then yeah, let's try to match the scheme. Let's, let's try like to match the theme to this change that we're doing. And then, you know, go down to the AB test, like the, which one is getting, you know, more, more viewership, more impressions on people. Um, but I would say, don't, don't worry so much about like the, uh, being so rigid and, and just so scientific about it, because the way I see it is like, you could AB test yourself with like, okay, I'm going to every day just have the Twitter top trending, you know, right now pulled up before I tweet. Right. And then you could just like, look at just scan, look at the list of words and you might not have anything that relates to what you're talking about. Right. But you could just like mark a zero each day that that happens. And then one day you could see, Oh, Hey, look like uh, coffee's trending, like, Oh, like sick. Then you post about coffee that day and if you notice a change in viewership well you have those ticks you have this many days and then okay there's a word that's related there's a one and then you have all these zeros and then my idea is that i think if you were to look at that later you would see increased viewership on that post and if you find that pattern then you can start like building spreading out from there like not that's, just coffee let's try tea you know 
I, I, I think you're you're 100 correct because that's like riding a wave in traffic. You know what I'm saying? Because there is a traffic jam on a hashtag, right? When there's a trending hashtag, there's a traffic jam on that. Everybody's just you did, we flock yeah. to it. You know, everybody's like, oh my god, I found one. And like, so I was talking about my boy Daniel, and he's trying to launch this this uh, comic book, and he's been and one of the things he he mentioned was like, what do you guys want to see? in his post and I said I want to see how the sausage is made kind of like post you know was what I told him and he starts posting more you know more consistently um like how the art is developed of their comic book right and then he and um I, I not I don't think that that had anything to do with uh with like how the success of like finding a hashtag but he started to like notice the hashtags right so i think the consistency sure. like you mentioned like sort of cons- the consistency and in, in, in the content and then after that like rotating the hashtags so if your content is consistent mm-hmm. overall you rotate the hashtags then you can determine like oh man these are my market niche groups and then if you find your you you determine your niche hashtags that are successful for you and those pop up trending like you said right if you have two or three of your niche hashtags that are obviously your that match with your content and you know your content and your your hashtags are solid and those hashtags are trending and you have three or four of those that are trending that day maybe maybe you have mm-hmm. coffee podcasts and web solutions are trending in one day and those happen to, i happen to fit the bill and i have content that would just people would eat up if they seen it because it's spot on for that right. that's when you that's when you that's the traffic that's what that's the that's the that wave that picks it up in the algorithm where you're like oh right. my god that's right. you know so i think that's in theory i think that's what's happening because you kind of made that like you kind of like open that up and i'm saying like i i always try and like i've tried to execute but not i've never been able to to quite like lay it down or have a complete thought painted the way we're doing right now right yeah no i, I hear you i think again it it just comes down like i keep a notepad with me like all the time right and it's like if if there's something that quick that I, that I think about and I'm like, okay, like, you know, what's, what's the average, uh, you know, let's just like retweet post for this date range. Okay. Um, that might be something that I don't feel like is really important or relevant to like building viewership and, and getting followers. And so I'll just like mark it like, okay, I looked at it, I'll write it down and you can literally just go down to the, I looked. And I guess that's my whole point is like the changes that you do implement, um, you can track as easily as, you know, I did this or I didn't do this, but every time you go back to do, you know, to look at that, that number again, um, that is when you have to record it. Right. But it becomes as simple as that. Cause if you have the dates, you look back and you're like, okay, why was I successful on these days? Like what, what made these posts different? And then you get your finding. And so I think what you're saying about like spreading out from there, like one of the things you could do is look at like the, again, like related words, like related to the trending word, you know, there's a, uh, just a, I use like the, there's like a function you can do where you can actually pull up like how all the posts that have been posted with that, with that word. And then like the attached, you know, hashtags. Right. Okay. And so then you can kind of like, you know, um, look at that descending by retweets or favorites. Um, and then you get like combinations of words where maybe your word didn't fit in coffee to like, or maybe your word doesn't fit in tea right? Because you're posting about coffee, but maybe like, I don't know, caffeine, right? Caffeine might be a word that's been posted like a lot. And so then you might find out that like, okay, these words that relate to the top trending words today, right now, um, are these, 
And I wonder what happens if I post like a related hashtag, and then you might find something different. You might find it's just as effective, or you might find nothing. Yeah. But, but, um, but yeah, I think it it just comes down to consistency with um, with your decision making, and especially when you're looking at like you know uh, view counts, likes, you know, reposts. Um, that's when it really matters just to keep track of the dates and you know, mark down the days that were highly successful and then just like go back like a detective and try to figure out why, you know, what led them down the, the path to, to I, your house. Exactly. And you, yeah. I think you're, you're hundred percent, you're hundred percent correct about that. Like just even, just, even if just writing down the date on a post and then you go back and you look at that, like literally people just don't do that. So they just don't know what the difference is, right? And you can look at it. Like I've literally looked at posts from eight years ago. And I'm like, wow, man, I have no idea how to post anything on the internet 10 years yeah. ago, you know? And now I'm looking at it where I'm just like, like, man, I'm all like self-conscious about how I take a picture and everything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little oh. weird. It's a little weird, but um, it just, I think <laughs> you, you just looking at putting that date, that Facebook time warp thing where they t they show you like a memory, dude, that in itself should open people's eyes to like what's happening on the, <laughs> that's why I deleted. That's why I deactivated, deleted my Facebook. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm always, it's always like a cringe fest for me on Facebook now, if I, if I were to put it back on, but I, that is interesting too, because we're getting into like the, okay, AB testing your image. Like what is your literal image on the internet? You know, how does that garner viewership? And it's like, well, dang. I guess, I guess, it, you know, you have to do that now. <laughs> the game is deep. The game, the game is deep. deep. And I can, I, I, I can prove it to you too. Cause like, if you go look at YouTubers, right before they blow up, right before they blow mm -hmm. up, usually they have like a, you know, just a simple, like everyday average haircut. Right. And mm -hmm. their, and their face is pretty much it's just, they're an average face. Right. Like myself. But as soon as they blow up, as soon as they get, you know, they get, con they get sponsors or they get a team of three people to help produce their content, or even they just, they discover that they're being watched and they're blowing up, right? It changes instantly. The haircuts are on point every single time. Like their hair is perfect every single time, right? Because they're, they, they're starting to determine, they've determined that their face and how they look on camera, the more professional appropriate it looks, the greater the uh, the user retention, right? The the softer it is to watch the content. So overall, you'll like you'll see some pretty gnarly nerds that just look like they live in sweats, right? And all of a sudden, like five years later, they're just like this handsome dude who's just like you know using you know nice hair stuff, and like they're just you're like whoa, his teeth are straight, whoa. Because they're well, starting, yeah. there's not that not that they're self conscious about it, but they're start. It is a part of their like part of the deal. Like if you want to, you know, you want to like be successful at something, you might try a strategy, and I think that's one of it is making yourself, you know, camera appropriate or like starlight. I guess you know something. No, like that, that makes sense. I mean, kind of in line with that too. Um, I guess how does that? I, my my question, I guess, there is like, how does that limit your creativity, or does it not? Like you know, having to double check everything. Um, I mean, cause I'm extremely OCD. Like I will look at my work like 19,000 times, like, and I'll, yeah. get, I'll, I'll do everything by hand if I have to, um, just to make sure that, you know, I'm being consistent, but there's a point that for me, and, uh, that becomes like, so, um, not only monotonous, but just, uh, it, it becomes a killer, like to my productivity, you know? So, 
I guess I'm asking is like maybe more about the, you know, how you, does that even affect your creativity in posting or does that even affect like, um, like, do you have any advice, I guess, on yeah. how to stay creative with your content and not let in that concern? Like, totally, I totally get it. Cause like, that's the, mm -hmm. that's the, I always tell my friend about this. I was like, man, like now that I know that here's a, here's the simple, this looks, this will show the world what, what what facebook and instagram like will do for you can if you learn how to use it right so like me with my hair up i have long hair it's a hundred views when i take my hair out and i shake it boom 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 300 views okay the content could be anything it could be anything it could be me walking my dog you know but the first be, five seconds and just boom boom <laughs> boom you know it's and it's the it's the diff you see all you i've seen the difference and i i know that i can i can prove that like rep repeatedly i can prove that you know when i put my hair up like 100 100 views put the hair down 300 views it's it's noticeable so it does play into your creativity and you can use it as a strategy for good like I want this story to go out further. So what I did is I walked my dog, I took my hair out on a sunny day and I got some really clean, like nice sunny footage. And I thanked, I told my brother, I said, Hey man, you got a new job. Congratulations, bro. Shout out to you. Love what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I know I'm going to get some attention real quick and I'm going to hit him with a joke to get them yeah. to laugh. Cause I want people, when people are watching it, this is what I feel. I feel like I want to give them a little, like a little nugget of like, Oh, that was a fun thing to watch. Right. It was just like a little, Cause I don't know, like there's no reason for them to watch it. It's just, you just, it's social media. You just want to toss it out there into the world. But when you see that people are watching that they, that they react differently to certain things, you start to be creative in those parameters to try and either adapt it for your own purpose. Um, some people do it for evil or some people like me want to build a platform like the average Fells podcast, or even just start my own business. I feel that those two are noble causes. So I can, they, those drive me to be successful on the platforms now. That's interesting. So you're like, if, there's a flexibility with like A-B testing, um, just everything. I mean, we talked about your image, but down to like the movements you do on camera, if you notice, like if you, you're like, why on these days, like why these posts, did they blow up? And like, you probably take a look and it's like all three days, you shake your hair out and it's like, whoa, like that actually, like you have to be, creative but also flexible enough which clearly you are to see that that had an impact and i think that that's i think that's like that's honestly hilarious but i think that's exactly yeah. what you'd have to do i don't i don't know but um but it is interesting like that if you can catch those differences that like if once you can be certain then it's proved you can keep showing it over and over and i really like that i, I feel uh, like i've I definitely feel like I, I'm mastering content, building content and just laying it down and laying it down thick, like on YouTube. Like I can look at mm -hmm. some YouTubers and I'm, I, I'm like closing in, I'm closing in on, on, on recreating some of their content and designing content like an unboxing video specifically ah. to engage the audience, change the angles more than once, you know, put some nice catchy lo-fi music in the background so that way they come yeah. back to the video saying, oh man, I love the music. Because most unboxing videos have dumb music. Some people just have like, you know, honky tonk music in the background. You're like, what, what the heck? What you know, is like, this? Yeah. So like for me, it was like I'm literally starting to like design the content. So that way mm -hmm. it goes further throughout the internet. It becomes more valuable. Like somebody watches it right. because it's pleasurable, like to the eye. 
and to the ears. That's literally, and okay, I, I said this to my buddy. I was like, you know, this is a terrible, this is a terrible analogy, but on the internet, you have to, you have to show candy. You have to give candy to uh-huh. the users. Okay. And my analogy by that is because you can only, you can only like entice them with something that would make their lips, you know, wet or something. Right. And so like, that's kind of, that's a weird, that's the, that's the internet in the very darkness of it, right? So when I'm doing unboxing videos now, this was my thought. I need to capture the product better because that's the candy. They want to see the product better, right? So my mm-hmm. me upping the the quality of my video cameras, me upping the quality of the, of the content overall, like how I capture it, the audio, right. the video, the lighting, eliminating anything that might be distracting to the viewer, like those, that is all now value. And so they're going to come back because they said they disseminated the information to me in a way that I could receive it because it like catered to uh, how, I, yeah. how I receive information. Right. So that's me. And right now that's, that's my, that's the stuff that I'm, 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 I'm about right now. I about, Hey man, it was good chatting with you, but like for sure we can continue this. I can post this as like a part a or something or like a one of whatever's or an intro yeah. to like a, whatever, an ongoing conversation about web traffic. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Like, I, I'm definitely down. I'll, I'll probably prepare a little beforehand next time. So yeah. if you want to do like, maybe not next week, like, but the week after, that would work for me. Yeah, man. Um, at the same time. I- hey, so that does it, man. That does it for this week's episode of the Average Fails Podcast. Hey, Mark, thanks for uh, jumping on the call with us and just uh, giving us some great insight. So, um, hey, you guys out there listening, thank you for liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing. Hit that follow button whatever it may be man uh and once again uh look out for the fellas on all the social media platforms that's facebook twitter instagram youtube right www.averagefellows.com for your specialty craft roast coffee four ounce bag that's right with notes of honey fig and tobacco hey guys check out the fellas web solutions and more that's what i'm talking about laters